0: Welcome to day two hundred and fifty-seven of Shaped by the Word. We continue a exciting journey through uh, the Gospel of Matthew. We have Jesus moving toward Jerusalem, and the conflict is becoming more and in- more intense. But you're also seeing a greater revelation of who He is, and of the depth of His love for His people, and the call, you know, to complete allegiance to Him and to follow Him with all of all of their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, As the uh, conflict intensifies, so does the call to discipleship intensify. And there are not great crowds that are responding to the heart call, but there are a few that are hearing the message and responding to the message. And of course, through the course of Matthew, there have been some surprising responses Mm -hmm. from people that we least expect to respond to the gospel, responding to the gospel, and again, those we most expect. To respond to the gospel, not responding to it. So we come uh, to Matthew chapter sixteen. Uh, but before we read this chapter, we we pause to realize that you know, we're not reading just to read to know a few more Bible facts, or even you know as part of a you know process of spiritual disciplines by which. Uh, We try to build ourselves up. We're we're reading to know God, to be transformed by His Spirit, and to live a life that is pleasing to Him. So we ask God to do what only He can do through His Word, which is breathed out by His Spirit, and which He breathes into our life through the same Spirit. So before we read, David, do you mind uh, lifting us up with a word of prayer? No, let's pray.
1: And Father, we pray um, what Paul has just said. Um, As we turn now to your word, um, we don't want to just do some religious duties, um, but Father, we want to be able to delight in your word and more importantly in in you. And so may you do the work um, that your spirit can do in our hearts now as we turn to your scriptures, Um, convict us, encourage us, open our eyes to see you, um, help renew and, and restore us in christ and may we marvel and worship you um father for you are so completely worthy of everything we have and so we now turn to your word may you meet us through your scriptures we praise all in the name of jesus amen
0: amen matthew chapter 16 the pharisees and sadducees came to jesus and tested him by asking to show them a sign from heaven He replied, when evening comes, you say it'll be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning today it'll be stormy, for the sky is red and overcast. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation looks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Jesus then left them and went away. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them, be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They discussed this among themselves and said, it's because we didn't bring any bread. Where of the discussion, Jesus asked, you have little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many basketfuls you gathered, or seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked? Who do you say him? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This will never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You're a stumbling block to me. Do you not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns? Then Jesus said to his disciples, "Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up the cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good it will be! What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the son of man is going to come into his father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you." Some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. And we have, uh, we have Peter correcting Jesus. Yeah. We have uh, Buking, yeah. Jesus you know, talking about the eternal plan of God, mm-hmm. which is he would go to Jerusalem and uh, suffer many things in the hands of the you know, teachers of the law and the chief priest and uh, die and uh, rise again on the third day. And Peter says, what a crummy idea that is. <laughs> you know, that, that'll that never happen. And, of course, you have Jesus' rebuke, you know, coming back at him. He said, get get away from me. Uh, you're thinking like a human. You're not thinking the thoughts of, you know, God. And you are a stumbling block, you know, to me. So nice passage. What are some of the other things, you know, that uh, you know, stand out as you, even- as you read through this passage?
1: Even just at the start, right? We, we see Pharisees and Sadducees, which I guess usually don't get along. They're kind of teaming up to go oh, after right. Jesus. And he even tells them like, man, you, you can interpret all these little things, but how can you not interpret what is happening right in front of you? Have you not seen the things I'm doing? And they keep asking for a sign after he's given sign after sign after sign. So I guess he'll just give them one final sign of just raising from the dead after three days and see if that's enough.
0: And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the, sign, the sign of Jonah. You know, which in other places is explained. You know, just as Jonah was in the belly of a fish, you know, for three, you know, three nights and three days. So, the Son of Man will be in the in the belly of the earth, mm-hmm. uh, and then rise on the third day. So it's it's a it's a fantastic you know sign. I'm sure they had no idea what in the world that mm-hmm. meant. But you know, beyond you know beyond just the sign of the fish, there was a preaching of Jonah, you mm-hmm. know, to a nation, to Nineveh, that was as far from God as they could possibly mm-hmm. be, and yet they repented and of course uh, the jewish people are are not repenting they're not hearing their messiah and they're not you know responding to them of course when you have pharisees and sadducees you have mm-hmm. you know two responses you know two very opposite responses to you know the pressures mm-hmm. of the world the pharisees were withdrawn and becoming more and more you know meticulously religious the sadducees were compromised and, and so one of them was withdrawing from culture, and the other one was, you know, compromised with culture, and neither one of them were salt and light or an mm-hmm. influence on, on their culture.
2: And just to hear you said that, that just really convicts my heart. I mean, if that's not what feels like, you know, kind of the times that we live in right now, and yet Jesus would tell them to, you know, guard against that. So there is constantly the the pull of the world and the influence and... Not to sit, you know, shift to one direction or the other, but to really be on, on your guard. No. I mean, there's a lot to be said. So and good. that's what
0: Jesus is meaning when he says that, you know, be aware of the yeast. Ye's. There's a subtle influence. One is to be compromised, you know, with the world right. or accommodating, you know, to the world. Mm-hmm. And the other is to be, you know, with, withdrawn from it. And uh, neither one of those, you know, is, is the heart of God. And both of them, you know, lead, you know, to a dead end.
2: hmm
1: no, and that's huge. I mean, this is a probably a teaching of Jesus we can just skip right over so quickly. And and yet he says, like Cindy yeah. mentioned numerous times, be careful, be on your guard, be on your guard, guard against. Like This is like, because this is a big danger for all of us, right? Like we can so easily
2: mm-hmm.
1: kind of take that cold religious kind of escapism from culture and just doing religious duties or be so compromised by looking too much like culture. Yeah.
0: And, mm-hmm. and man, what a tension. And so, um, yeah. Withdrawing without engaging, or yeah. engaging, you know, without maintaining purity, mm-hmm. you know, both of those are, you know, both of those are a threat to, you know, to the church. That we can be uh, overly ingrown, or we can be overly, uh, you know, uh, acclimatized by our culture and look mm-hmm. more like the people around us and we. You know, show any, any real differences mm-hmm. and, and of course you have to love you know him am saying what just throwing that out you know watch out for the yeast of the you know Pharisees and Sadducees wait a minute is he mad at us because we didn't, didn't bring you bread, bread? <laughs> <laughs> no
1: <laughs> yeah and they, earlier what they said like hey do you understand what I'm saying they're like yes yeah, yeah, we get, and now they're like yeah. wait we might not understand what he's saying <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah he's like I can get you bread oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. not a big deal <laughs>
0: bread is not what we need here yeah, yeah. be that's careful that's about but it compromise. is so, yeah. But you have the same thing happening with them that happened with the nation of Israel. God has done these wonderful things right in front of their very eyes, and yet, uh, yet those those blessings are not coming home again and again and again. Uh, we can trust Him, and we can place our lives, you know, in His hands. So you see, know you the great deliverance, you know, that He's offered on two two occasions, being completely forgotten in a panic in the moment. My goodness, we need to you know, we need to take care of ourselves and we haven't done that and he said, "No, I've got you. I've got you." Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I mean, you have to really appreciate Peter too because he had a moment. Of course, it was followed up by another sad moment, but had a few. Yeah, exactly. But then when Jesus asked him, "Who do people say that I am?" and he said, "You know, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God." and jesus would tell him that it was not flesh and blood but that the father of heaven had revealed that to him and so
0: and then yeah. immediately we have another incidence which is also not flesh and blood mm-hmm. uh where That's you're yeah. being influenced by the ruler of this world and uh, you know exactly. it's it's you know astounding mm-hmm. uh, you know how quickly you can jump from uh you know um uh, the work of the spirit in revealing the person of christ through the heavenly father to the work of an opposing spirit opposing christ you know through the work of the enemy uh, and, and it does remind us how much we need god's grace you know for for even the most simple declaration, you are the Messiah, the Son of God. We cannot say that with any conviction or any meaning unless that is born of the Spirit in our hearts, mm-hmm. you know, through the sovereign work of the Heavenly Father, bringing us into a real relationship with Him. And we can just as quickly move to mm-hmm. being worldly and, and playing into the hands, of, you know, the hands of the enemy as well. So you, you don't have in mind the things of God. You do, you're thinking mm-hmm. like a... You're thinking like a mere human. Mm-hmm. You know, these are worldly thoughts that you're having rather than, you know, godly thoughts.
2: Which there again I feel like is why you're on your guard, right? So because you can have that moment of walking in the spirit and then the flesh, but don't take confidence in the flesh. You were wrong, you know, and so we continue to guard our heart and yeah, pursue yeah, well, Christ. You know,
0: um and, and even that, you know, even that can become a work where we, you know, mm-hmm. we guard our heart and, and we protect our heart. And, mm-hmm. and, and of course, you know, you're you're about to hear it. So I'm going to jump, you know, jump the shark here and go into, you know, the, uh, the <laughs> next week's passage. That's fine. But uh, you're, we're about to, you know, go to the Transfiguration, where again you hear the words from the Heavenly Father: "This is my Son, whom I love. You need to listen to Him." Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course that is a call for us to be close to him to hear his his voice hmm. and to have our hearts you know guarded in him mm-hmm. which is you know the promise you know that uh, Paul gives us you know uh, you know do not be anxious you know, about anything in the book of Philippians but in everything by prayer with petitions and thanksgiving present your requests to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus as we draw near him. He, he guards our hearts and minds in him,
1: and then you got a, the call to discipleship right towards the end of here that 's uh every time we read one of these calls to discipleship i 'm encouraged because i 'm like, oh yeah, I need to hear that again, but i 'm also so convicted because it 's such a big call and I remember reading you know one of my kind of pastor crushes is Scott Sauls, which is a pastor we all kind of admire and mm-hmm. And look to and I remember one of his books, he said we often get the call of, of discipleship wrong. We think it's deny your neighbor, uh, pick up your comforts and follow your dreams. Yeah. And he goes, No, but this is the call. Yeah. And so we've no. so often kind of co opted this call of Christ to to kind of fit into our, our kind of version of Christianity. But man, right every time I read this it just mm. blows apart everything I try to make the call of Christ into and, yeah, you know, so and, much and a lot of times, you know,
0: if you're in a, an evangelistic setting, you know, the call will be, you know, pray this prayer and you, you can go to heaven when you die. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, the call that Jesus makes is not a pray this prayer kind of call, it's a total commitment call. And Jesus said to his disciples, let's just read as we close. And then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple, to what they have have done. So the call Mm -hmm. of discipleship is like, you know, we did earlier, you know, this week. It's the, Mm -hmm. you know, going after the treasure in the Mm -hmm. field by selling everything you have, purchasing, you know, the pearl of great price Mm -hmm. by selling everything you have. And it is, you know, following after Jesus Mm -hmm. with with everything that we are, Mm -hmm. which means denying yourself Mm -hmm. and taking up a cross, you know, which um, Jesus has just been rebuked for even mentioning (laughs) You know, not only is there a cross for for Him, but there's a cross for us because we must die to ourselves in order to live for Him. Mm. Nice passage. Sandy. do you mind closing us with a word of prayer? Mm.
2: Uh, Father, we do, or at least I do, come to this passage and um, feel feel the weight of this, Lord. Uh, We do say You are our Savior. You are the Son of God. And Father, we know that... uh, we can't pick up that cross apart from um, your strength and from apart from what you provide for us. So, Father, meet us where we are, we, um, and you've called us to this challenge. We ask, Father, that you give us all we need um, to walk in the way that you would have us walk and to love you and to to honor you and to be your people. And so, Father, just be with us. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.